first month on the job. What was yours like, Deep Voice Guy? Welcome to the ALT Insider Podcast, dedicated to making you have the most fun possible while living or dreaming about living in Japan. Whether you've been here for years or are just starting to consider it, we've got you covered. And now, your host, broadcasting from somewhere in Japan, James. Hey guys, yes, it is James from ALTinsider.com coming at you with episode number 057 of the ALT Insider Podcast. And this week, it is just me. There's no interview. There's no other person giving their opinions. You only have mine to deal with for the next 10 minutes or so. We'll see how long this goes. For the show notes page, for everything I say on this episode, go to altinsider.com, click on the button that says the podcast, or go to altinsider.com forward slash podcast 59, and everything will be there. All the links for things I mentioned will be there for you and easy to click form. So this week, it's all about the first month, as most people that aren't Jets are probably just about entering their first full month of being an LT, if you're a new LT, of course. But this doesn't apply just for people that are in their first month of working. It also applies for people that are in their first month of a new school or a new area or whatever. Just basically the first months of being in a new school, whether you're an old LT or a new LT. Here's a little checklist I put together of things that you should have a pretty good handle on as you've been there for a month now. Like sometimes, you know, the first few weeks or whatever kind of a wash because you're just getting kind of your bearings about you, figuring out stuff. But once you're a month in, you should kind of be on the track to success, which is not the right way to say that. But the kind of the, the fewer, if you were in a movie, you'd be Frodo going to Mordor. You, you already kind of passed the kind of weirdness at the beginning when, you know, not sure what you're going to do. Should we go up the mountain in the snow? Should we go under the mountain in the in the mines of Moria or whatever? You're kind of past that point. Now you know what you're doing. you got to walk straight, right to the eye. This is what you should be doing. This is the things you should already have a handle on if you've been at your schools for a month or so. So, number one. It's going to be eight or nine or whatever. Eight or nine of these things that I should, that I'll say. But number one is you should know your teacher's names by now. I know I don't mean every teacher. I mean the ones you work with. You should have their names pretty well known if you can't do that, go to the website and click on ALT Quick List and you have a little, I made a little kind of a thing to easily write the names of all teachers. So you, you don't have to memorize them, just write it somewhere, bring it with you, say this school, what's the school name? I'm looking around the school, Kokyo, Kokyo School. I have these teachers, Yamada Sensei, I have, you know, Sasaki Sensei and I have, you know, Kobayashi Sensei. And just write it down. You don't have to remember it. Just write it down. When you get to that school, look at your paper. Okay, so I have a class with Yamada Sensei, Kobayashi Sensei. Just remember it. You know, it's really, it makes it better. To have a good relationship with teachers, it's better if you know their names. They'll, they'll know your names, I'm pretty sure, unless they don't care about you at all. So you should do the same to them and remember their name. Or at least write it down so it appears that you remember, even if you do not. So... That's number one. Number two is you should by now kind of know the personality of the classes. And I do kind of advise writing this down too, along with the names of the teachers. But you should kind of know, hey, this class is tough. This class is easy. This class is rowdy. This class is dead, you know, not actually dead, you know, not very active. You should know how things work in some of your classes. Now, this makes your planning much easier because, hey, this class can't handle bowling because if they do, they're going to throw the ball at each other's head. It's going to be a mess like, you know, Battle Royale in there. Battle Royale with cheese in there, but you should know how the classes kind of work. Like let's say this class, they don't never, they don't like physical games, so I have to do all worksheets. This class hates worksheets, so I have to do something physical. These kind of things, these kind of uh, guidelines, you should kind of have be put together by now. So the, your planning should get easier and easier from here on out. Number three is you should know 
not all of your students' names, but you should definitely know your outgoing students and kind of your your students you can lean on when you need to ask a question and you know they know the answer because they're smart. Of course, the easy way to do this is to have nameplates, which I recommend for all your classes that are in junior high school, even though some junior high school it works. But you should definitely have nameplates for all your month school kids. Just if you didn't do it in the first uh, lesson of the, of the year, do it now. Have your students write the names and name cards. Have them bring them every class. It just makes everything easier and you can never forget the name because, hey, it's written right there. No big deal. Um, but if you're junior high school, I do. I did used to make nameplates there too, but some people, teachers don't like that. So it's up to your situation if that can happen for you or not. But you should know most of your students. You should definitely know your kind of outgoing students, students that are going to help your classes go smoothly. You should know their names by now and be also working towards remembering everyone's name because that's the right thing to do, right? That makes your classes better. You are, you know the teacher's name by now if you if you are successful in number the number one of this list. So you should know your students' names as well. It makes things easier. Get to know your students. By now you should know most of your students' names or you can obviously read them on the name tip plates that you had them make. Number four. Number four is you should be settled in schedule wise which means like i don't mean instead school even though that should be settled by now too i mean like you know you wake up at seven you you know you eat your breakfast at seven fifteen. you're out the door by seven forty-five. you get home at 4 30 you do you do this at five you do this at 5 30 you go to bed but you can kind of be settled into your schedule of being in japan living in japan and your work schedule of you know i always go at five eight uh, 8.05 to talk to Yamada-sensei and see what we're doing today or whatever. You should have this stuff settled. It shouldn't be a question of when you get to the school, what you do. You get to the school, you say, okay, I talked to my handler. His name is, I don't know. Well, let me look around the room again here. Let me find something cool. I already said Kokuyo. HP Photo Smart sensei He's over there. I talked to him. He gives me my schedule for the week. You should know what you have to do when you enter the school. There should be no more questions like that. When you first start your school, of course, there's questions like, where do I go? What do I do? Wow, wow, wow. It's always, you know, you don't know what you're supposed to do. But a month in, you should know. Maybe you sit at your desk and then someone comes and tells you what's going to happen. I hope that's not the case. If that is, you should be more active. But if it is, it is. You Maybe when you get to the classroom, when you get to the school, you set up your stuff and you go to the English room to set up to start planning. Whatever you do, you should have your schedule outside of school and inside of school kind of settled. And you should be, that makes your life a lot, you know, more easier to handle and more fun when you know what you're doing. You know what expected of you, what is expected of you of that day. And you know how you're going to handle the things you have to do that day. Number five, this is kind of, this is kind of a, this is kind of an interlinker. It's not a word, but we're going to keep rolling with it. You, this, this is kind of an interlinker with the episode that was two weeks ago where I interviewed Andrew about being a club coach. If you're a junior high school by now, you should have already joined some clubs. You should have already tested the waters to see what you like, what you don't like. Remember I said the first month is kind of where you set these, you, you show people what kind of ALT you're going to be and you show the students, hey, I'm going to, I want to hang out with you. I want to spend time with you. So you should already have done that by now. If you haven't, you are now in the emergency zone, the danger zone, as some people say. You need to go join some clubs now. You don't have to stay forever. You don't have to stay till six or seven. You stay for 30 minutes, 15 minutes even. Spend some time with students. See if there's a club you want to join more seriously. There doesn't have to be, by the way. I didn't ever join a club seriously like Andrew did in episode number 05. I'll say five, but if it's not, I'll edit that out. Let me say all the numbers now just in case. Episode 055, episode 056, episode 057. It's one of those three, so it should be covered there. I'll edit out the bad ones. Don't worry. So... You should already have joined some clubs and attested the waters to see what it's like at your schools. You you want to be a part of the school. That's a great 
chance to do it. And if you're already a month in there, you should have done this by now to some extent. If you haven't, you're in the danger zone. Do something about it. Number six, you should have a favorite game. So you should have a game. That doesn't be your favorite. Keyboard falling. You should have something that you know you have confidence in. Like if you did bowling the first class, maybe you know now, hey, I can always do bowling. I know it's always going to work out. It's going to be great. You should have something that you have confidence with, kind of a weapon in your holster that you know you can always pull it out whenever you need to. You'll find out what it is for you. Everyone has one. If it's not, keep trying more games until you find it, you know, like you should eventually build up, you know, having more than one, of course. You should have five or six games. You can always, you know, break out and, you know, know it's going to rock the class, but find things find games always be searching for games that can be your next favorite game you should have you know one or two already figured out by now a month in but you never stop working get five or six that you can always pull out that makes your days a lot less stressful because you never are searching for a game because you know if you have to and if the worst comes to worst you could always pull out one of these five or six games and keep it rocking Uh, number seven you should have a favorite place to go for lunch now this doesn't always work if you or assigned places to go to lunch. I don't like that situation. I always talk my way out of that situation. But if that is your situation and you're okay with it, that's fine too. But lunchtime is, remember, in most situations, it is your free time, so you can choose where to go. I chose to go where my presence would make the classes the most better, which is not which is not a word right there, most better. I went to the places where my presence would make the most difference in the class. Like if the class was horrible, if I never went to lunch with them, but once we played games at lunchtime, they'd really like me and the class got easier, I would go there. You should have a place that you go that you know, hey, maybe the teacher's cool, they want you there. Maybe the students really like you there. Maybe the, because you go there, the classes are just awesome. You should have a place to go at all of your schools that, you know, is kind of your home base for lunch. Now, of course, you should change it up from time to time. Don't do the same one over and over. But it's totally normal to have a favorite place to go and to know where it is in each school. I recommend that. Number eight is, by now, you should already, your employer should already know that you prefer dealing with them through email. Now, this is one of the first things I ever wrote in this site who knows how many months, more than 12 months ago now, but I didn't like getting those stupid phone calls about, hey, did you do this? Hey, did you do this? That were so inconsequential that they could be handled by one sentence email. So if that's how you like to run things and not get bothered by stupid phone calls when you're trying to plan and stuff or spending time with students, your employer should already know that you prefer emails. Remember I went through how to do that, but I'll do it quickly here, quick recap. Next time your company calls you during work hours, of course, don't answer it. Send an email right away. You know, seconds later saying, hey, can't answer the phone right now, but I can answer email. Do this a few times. They should get the point. You know, it's just a simple thing. But for me, it was important because I was getting stupid phone calls I didn't like. So your company, your employer should know that you prefer emails. And lastly, but not leastly on this list is you should be having fun by now. You should have kind of your bearings on how this, how this ALT thing goes. Of course, you won't be an export by now, but you should kind of you know, you're not a beginner anymore a month in, you know, you should know how things go. You should know how the textbook works. You should know how your teachers work. You should know what relationships you need to make better, you know, with, in your, in your schools, you know, what teachers, you know, need more of you, what, what teachers you need to do more to make the classes work, what teachers you need to do less, what teachers, what students you, sh- you want to, you know, need extra time with you, what students, you know, some students always want to spend a lot of time with you. So maybe you need to s- think about, okay, I need to spend less time with these students, more time with these students that aren't so outgoing. This kind of things like this, you should know what you're doing by now. You are no longer a beginner. You are now a, well, depending how long you've been in ALT, of course, I'm assuming. But if you're, if you're a new LT and you're already a month in, you're now an intermediate level, you know, journeyman LT, 
you should know how to do things a little bit more than you did a month ago. And, you know, this is still, you should be having fun. That's the most important thing. You should now be having fun. And it only gets better once you learn more about the job, more about your awesome games, more about your favorite games, more about everything. It only gets better from here, I promise, no matter how bad or good your first month might have been. So let's do a quick recap here of these. It turned out to be nine. Nine things on your first month checklist you want to make sure are checked off if you are an ALT at a new school or just new LT in general. Number one is know your teacher's names. This one is not hard to do. Write them down if you have to. Put it on your desk. Go to the school. Open your desk. Okay, I'm dealing with these three teachers. It's easy. Number two is you should know the personality of your classes. Every class has a different personality. You should be working towards learning those personalities because it makes your planning much easier. Number three is you should know most of your students' names and definitely your most outgoing students' names and your most you know helpful students' names. If you have a question you have to have answered, it's nice to know that, you know, Daisuke can always answer it, you know, that kind of stuff. Think about, you should be learning the kind of, the, the, the way of the world in your classes. Number four is you should be settled in schedule-wise, inside and outside of work. You should know what you got to do when you get to a school, what you got to do, you know, when lunchtime happens, what do I do? Cleaning time happens, what do I do? You should know what you is expected of you and you should know how you handle doing those things. Number five, you should have already tried to join some clubs, just test the waters, you know. this is The first month is where you set, t- show other people what kind of ALT you're going to be. So joining clubs is important to make sure they know you want to be a part of the school. Number six is you should have some favorite games, some kind of go-to stuff that you always do when you need to. As long The longer you become an ALT, there should be less scrambling, when your first month, you might be a lot of scrambling because, you know, oh, class changed to this. Can you do can you do a real quick game for that? And then, you know, you're screwed because you don't know what to do. The longer you're in LT, the more games you should build up that'll fill those little cracks in the, in the cracks in the statue of the, I don't know, I'm trying to look for a metaphor. I couldn't find one. Let's try to find an epic reference. You should look for those things to fill the cracks of the Trojan horse that is filled with the awesome lesson plans that you've stuffed on this Trojan horse. If you think about it, this metaphor works, I think, but we'll just skip it. You should have a favorite game by now and should always be working to get more favorite games. Number seven, you should have a favorite place to go to lunch. This is obvious. You should know what's what classes benefit from you being there, what classes don't benefit from you being there, what classes want you there, what classes don't want you there. And of course, if you're assigned where to go for lunch, this it doesn't apply to you, so just skip on by to number eight, and that was you should already have let your employer know you prefer emails. If you do, if you're if you, you know, you don't mind getting the phone calls about, you know, meaningless stuff, then by all means continue doing that. But if you prefer email, you should be using email. And number nine, you know, it had to be number nine, the ALT Insider calling card, the ALT Insider phrase, the ALT Insider saying. You should be having fun by now. You've been a month in. You are no longer a beginner. You should know your way around the school. You should know your way around the classroom. You should know your way around dealing with other teachers. You should be having a good time doing so. And if you're not, you need to keep, you know, doing research. Checking around ALTinsider.com, learning about stuff. Check on Englopedia.com, finding out new games. You should be working to making sure you're having fun, as much fun as you can, since you are no longer a beginner at this ALT stuff. So that's it for this episode, the first month checklist. If you need to see so the links of things I have, you know, I, I talked about on this episode, head on over to altinsider.com, click on the podcast button, or you can just type in this URL, altinsider.com forward class podcast 59, and everything will be there. And that's all for me this week. Next week, I have a sweet interview lined up, hoping to get it done by next week, but you never know. And if you're listening to this in the future, that was, you know, not current times, then who knows? That, that episode has probably come long come and gone by now. But anyways... If this is your first month and just finished, congratulations on finishing your first month. It only gets better from here, hopefully. So 
make sure that you can fill out this checklist and you will set yourself up to having the best, you know, rest of your ALT career. If that's, you know, 11 more months or if it's, you know, 11 more years, you never know. So that's it for me, James from ALTinsider.com. And I will see you on the next episode. Until then, whether it's your first month or your, you know, first thousandth month, have more fun. See you. Thanks for listening to the ALT Insider Podcast. For more info on how you can have more fun working in Japan, visit altinsider.com. See you next time. Ha <laughs> ha